So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. What we're doing here today, folks, is we're going to talk about attraction. How about this? 4,500 leads organically, simply just through TikTok. The person who created that is on the other end of this podcast, and um, he's not even in the United States of America. This is the power of content creation and done consistently. Those of you listening to the show, I've been doing this for six years now. And because of that, I get to meet guests from all over the world, just like this dude. He is listener on the podcast. He's implemented a lot of the content that we talk about here amongst other podcasts uh, that he listens to. And that's how we met. If I don't have a podcast, we don't have this conversation. But a podcast is just a form of media, no differently than creating content on TikTok is, creating videos consistently, any and all of the above. And if you're not in the business of content creation, you are going to be out of business. I promise you um, that's what's happening. And maybe not in freaking Australia where this guy's from, but at least here in the States, um, 100%. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, uh, Rob Roper. Hello, mate. <laughs> well done on the Aussie accent, buddy. That was perfect. That was a, that Thanks, was for having me on, uh, <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, Mike. Yes, sir. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about where you're at, uh, where you're from? And yeah. I have a lot of well, questions look, for you. Yeah. So I, uh, I am a, started off as a mortgage broker down in Perth, uh, in Western Australia. Um, and it became very clear to me when I started out as a broker and I was new, new to the mortgage broking industry back in uh, May, or, May or June of 2021. It became very clear to me that the pressure point for a lot of businesses, but brokers and real estate agents um, in particular, is that how are you going to find your customers? And so I went on a bit of a social media journey and TikTok was the platform that I decided I could reach the most uh, virality on. So that's where I put all my energy into. And then, uh, yeah, that's where I am today. 45 leads uh, down the track, which has converted to a, um, a very, a very successful business. 4,500 leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 4,500 leads, 4,500 leads. And you're a, you're a mortgage broker. And you just started this, what, 2021? Yeah, yeah. New to industry. So, uh, so I was licensed in May. Um, and then I started producing content in June. Uh, so fresh off the bat. And um, my background is actually in education. So I, I've been a high school teacher for 10 years. Uh, mm. And then during that time, also ran my own tutoring business where I have 15 staff that provide tutoring services from grades one all the way through to grade 12. So I had experience in business and marketing, but yes, new to industry in terms of the, uh, the mortgage broking world back in 2021. So you're a teacher, you like to teach. I'm guessing what was the content strategy? Uh -huh. Most people are like, what the hell do I create? How did you figure it out? Yeah. What did you end up doing? Well, the very first piece of content I posted crashed and burned. Um, so that took a nice, a nice hit. And you didn't, you didn't quit. Why didn't you quit? No. Well, I, I quit for a couple of days. I have to admit a couple of days. I thought, nah, maybe this is, maybe this isn't for me. And then I thought you can't just end on one post. Come on, give it another go. So I, I thought, what are the students in my classroom? What do they often say to me um, when they reflect on an engaging lesson? And really, it just comes down to, did they walk away from that little 15-minute block? And did they take away knowledge and can they remember it? 
And then I thought, what am I doing? I just need to teach in front of the camera. Yeah. So I set up the, I set up the camera in front of the whiteboard in my tutoring center. Uh, and I just started teaching for 60 seconds about uh, how in Australia, a credit card limit can negatively impact how much the bank will let you borrow for a home loan. So I just shared that information, uh, did it in a digestible way on the whiteboard. Um, and it was, it, it was so bad that I was unaware of how to, how to use the TikTok app at the time. And so, you know, the video ended mid-sentence. Like I didn't even wrap the video up well. And it, it went on to get 70,000 views or something like that over the next couple of days. Uh, and then I thought, geez, if that's going to get 70,000 views, maybe I'm onto something here. And then that was a little spark, which ignited the 60-day uh, the challenge that I went on, which was to try and post one piece of content for 60 days. And that's what you did. And then all of a sudden, it just took off. And you're like, what am I doing? What's going on? And you're just go along for the ride? Yeah, exactly. There was a uh, mortgage broker um, over in Canada um, named Enrique. And he had I think he had 14,000 followers uh, on TikTok, which uh, was, you know, which was impressive. And so without him knowing, he became my, uh, he became my target, my challenge, right? Uh, and over 60 days, I thought if I can get to his kind of follower level, it's really proof that maybe I can build out a successful business on this platform. Um, and I think it took me 45 to 50 days. It was around that point and I got to the 14,000. Uh, and then after that, it kind of just, it just kept going. So it probably took six months to get to around 30,000 followers. And then it took another six months to get from 30,000 to 300,000. You're doing this quite a bit. So I'm imagining that, um, you sort of have an idea. Are you saying that, uh, after six months of consistency, that's when most people see results? Well, look, big, big me, results. I mean, big, big results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, I, I think it was within the first week. It was the first six days that I got to 900 followers. And the, the reason why I remember that is it's the first point that I received a lead. So somebody actually sent through and said, you know, can you help me? Can you answer my questions? Which ended up just like a back and forward um, direct message exchange. But that, that lead actually turned into... Uh, a conversion. So that drew down, I think it was three months later, you know, by the time we went through the process and sorted the loan out and everything. But for me, in terms of when the business became viable on TikTok, it was a week in because that's when I got the first lead that turned into business. Um, it, at, at the six month point, I was having to, so when I had 30,000 followers, I was having to say no, I had to turn away 95% of the leads that were coming in because I just, I couldn't manage that volume. And it was at that point that I then went, well, maybe, maybe I've unlocked a little, a little, a little secret here. Uh, and, and maybe I figured out that communicating to people on TikTok is kind of my, my super skill. So why not continue to do that? Double down on that. Find some of the best mortgage brokers in Australia. Because remember, I was only six months new to the industry at that point. You know what you're doing. Here, oh, and let's stop right <laughs> here. Let's stop yeah. right there. I just got off the call with somebody. Um, yeah. And... A lot of people like are hesitant when they come to do on get on video. They're like, well, people are going to trust me. Are they really going to believe me? Um, I've only haven't done a deal yet. Listen, if you want to build your authority, the first thing you do is get on video. And this is the exact example I just gave you 25 minutes ago. I said, yeah. look, I'm not a chef, but if I wanted you to think I was, I would shoot seven videos and send one to you each day. By the time of that, you'd be asking me for my recipe. Exactly. Exactly. It power. is amazing. 
it's a power of yeah. authority and positioning. The fact mm-hmm. I, I think it's all psychological, but I think that when people see you on video, because most people are scared shitless to get on it themselves, they're like, well, fuck, this guy's got balls. And I respect mm-hmm. that. And he must mm-hmm. know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is amazing. That was one of the things that blew my mind was how quickly I became perceived as an expert. And um, yes, I was, you know, and yes, I was learning. I was, I was learning all of these new concepts. And, and when you throw yourself um, into the public eye like that, it actually does increase your accountability. Right. And it does make you go, if I am going to talk about this stuff, I need to know what I'm saying. Um, So that was great for that six month journey. But yeah, it was at that point that I was then like, I'm going to have to find some brokers all over Australia that can deal with this volume. And that's when I reached out to them um, and started creating this trusted finance network. And so now what I primarily do is I get the lead in and then I transfer that lead out to a mortgage broker that specializes in what that customer is looking for based on their financial information. The um, one who controls the leads controls everything. And when you have a faucet, you can turn on and turn off. Um, You have a lot Mm -hmm. of leverage. Um, yeah. and I want you guys to think about that. Like, if you still believe you're a salesperson chasing a chuck, I think you're going to be the fuck out of this business very soon. Excuse my French, but mm. I need to hammer the point down here. And, yeah. um, nobody cares about you. You're not that fucking important guys. I'm sorry, but no one knows what you do for a living. We don't remember what you do for a living. It is not mm. your, their job to remember. You have to get out there and constantly, uh, let them know what you do for a living. And if people like you, trust me, the business will show up. Everyone lives somewhere. So it's not a matter of time until they're going to buy a house or if they're going to buy a house, it's a matter of time until they do. Um, And 10 to 15% of our networks that see his TikTok videos, well, 10 to 15% of people who sell those views, they're moving this year. Yeah, yeah. It's a numbers game. It's math. Walk me through your content strategy um, because people struggle with it all the time. You have your... You wanted to educate your teacher. I think that's extremely important. Um, People don't remember what you do or what you're talking about in video. They remember how you're doing it. And the fact that he put himself in his own environment in front of a whiteboard, being a teacher is probably where he became authentic. So, yeah. and that has a big deal to do with how you create content. So I want to give yeah. you guys a couple examples on that. It's not the, what you create, it's the, how you're doing it that people remember and pay attention to. And if you start doing it awkward, well, you don't get paid attention to. So you have to really find out your content strategy. It's extremely important. Um, we have people that are in a gym, uh, their gym, they're felt, they're like, straight arrow they don't drink they're just they own gyms and they're mortgage brokers so all their content's done in a gym he's always is he's always talking about this is a healthy investment right there's a way that you can communicate to dial in your brand you guys i'm a dude it allows me to swear on my show but it's just really who i am at the end of the day people don't remember mike cuevas mike cuevas shows up at 5 30 when i get home for my kids from nine until five i'm the real estate marketing dude and i speak through my brand guys so you have to realize you have a brand Okay, if you're running a business, you have a brand. Oh, you don't have a business. That's look. That's exactly right, mate. I um, Rob Roper shows up. Um, you know, when I go to the high school, still Rob Roper shows up when I go home. Uh, but Robbo, the Aussie mortgage guy, is the guy who shows up on TikTok, uh, and he's the one that you want to have a beer with down at the pub and ask a couple of questions about how to buy a home, yep. and and being able to create that persona and understand um, that that's who I am on this platform is one of the really big drivers to why they feel like they can trust me and why yeah. they feel like that rapport is there. Um, so that was, I'm glad you touched on that, Mike, because that was the first strategy is you need to build out your persona and you need to understand who your target market is. And, you know, 
I think I think another really good important point is to is to make your persona authentic. If you just create this completely fake person, you're never going to be able to hold it. You know, consistently do it. You need to make sure that that fake person is actually just a dial up of a particular part of your personality, and then you can create it with an authentic mindset. So, yeah, well said. Um, but once you've got that persona, it's then about well, well, what strategies can I put in place within that sixty second video? in order to try and push it out to as many eyes as possible. And to start with, I had no idea what I was doing, but over the last 12 months, I've developed some really clear strategies to, um, and it doesn't work every time. You're still going to have videos that crash and burn, um, but uh, it increases the likelihood that more people are going to see it, more people are going to engage with it, and then it's going to get those leads and then convert them into customers down the track. People always ask, what's the road, what's the secret? Yeah, Consist- yeah, consistency, and, and can, consistency. And, like there's yeah, no secret. It. Some videos are going to yeah. suck and you're going to get turned off. You're going to get some haters on some video. How many times have you gotten haters um, on some of your TikToks uh. and then be like, <laughs> and you're just like, fuck off, dude, go pound sand. Who gives a shit? And yeah. so many people get deterred by that. But when you get your first hater, you got to take that as a badge of honor um, because that yeah. means people are watching your stuff. You're not God. You're not meant to resonate with everybody. And I believe that the mm-hmm. more people you turn off, the more dialed your branding strategy is. Yeah, exactly. And and the other thing too is, you know, the most frustrating thing as a content creator uh, with 320,000 followers is that you can post a video that gets 100 views, but it's actually the most beautiful thing because it means that when somebody has zero followers, they can post a video that gets 500,000 views. And for me, I'd, I'd prefer to be on a social media platform um, that can have that type of virality rather than being stuck in a Facebook or an Instagram platform where my engagement stats are representative of my follower size because I feel like you can just plateau very easily. There's a ton of people. Talk, talk to them about how important it is to like know the platform and be on it. Like I just started TikTok because I'm not on TikTok, but I'm not going to go and yeah. create TikTok until I engage and start working on TikTok. And I'm going through the process myself. I'm late to the game on TikTok, but I've been busy. Yeah. I didn't have chance. And until I was able to go all in and commit to it, now I'm there yeah. and I just started getting yeah. pretty consistent on it. Um, so yeah. I want you to coach me a little bit here. Um, sure. I want you to walk me through um, because I think a lot of people are going to be in this position. If you're not on TikTok and you don't watch reels, then don't make shorts part of your video strategy, period. So if you're not going to create yeah. short form video, then don't be on TikTok. Or if you're not on TikTok, don't try to be because it has to be shit you're already doing. If you're on Facebook, mm-hmm. you build your content strategy for Facebook. If you're on Instagram, you build your content strategy for Facebook. But the only content strategy or platform that works is the one you use. So you have yeah. to you have to know it. It's not so many people like, oh, my my real estate coach told me to go out and get a TikTok account. I have this question every fucking day and everyone's a calls in. Hey, I got this TikTok account. Yeah, I just I, I, I was told I could just post on TikTok and all of a sudden I'm going to get forty five hundred leads. It doesn't work that way. It does not no. work that way, you guys. You have to commit to the platform if you want it to commit to you. So walk yeah. us through the importance of that and uh, walk yeah. me through your content strategy. Yeah, look, that's exactly right. So persistence on that is is the key. But one of the things that I did at the very start was I had my personal TikTok account, which I had been using for at least six months. So I was consuming and I understood the nuances to the trends. But what I did was I created another account. So a second account that wasn't my business account and it wasn't my personal account. And I pretended to be a first time home buyer, which I am not anymore. You know, I've bought multiple properties in my property journey. And I forget what it's like to be a first-time home buyer. So I spent a good month just trying to engage in content that they might like, stuff that's based on like aesthetics and home decor and 
that type of content that I thought that they would be into. And once I kind of understood what the videos looked like that they might find interesting, it gave me a better direction in terms of what I could create that was engaging. So that was one of the first uh, strategies I put in place while I was getting my broking license before I even started creating content. So that was the preparation. But then once I started creating content, I quickly found out that the educational style videos I was producing gave value to my audience. And that was one of the key things because if they get value, they then want to give it back to you by becoming your customer down the track. But it didn't show the part of my personality that was engaging and, and uh, memorable, right? Yeah, value is great, but you've got to then come up, come up with content that is either entertaining or inspiring. And those two types of pieces of content, they're the ones that show your personality. So you want to make sure that your personality is present because that's how you become memorable. I'm on his uh, TikTok account right here and um, I'm looking at his thing and, and he's known as the Aussie mortgage guy, right? And the Aussie mortgage guy, that, that's personality. It just says he's a guy. Um, he's, it gives me the incentive. He's sort of laid back. But the Aussie thing is really tying into um, I think his audience, but he's posting this content in Australia. I was saying that if you posted the Aussie mortgage guy in the States, because people love the Australian accent so much, that would fucking crush it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, of my 320,000 followers, uh, I think it was the last time I checked was 36% of them were from the States. So there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely people that consume my content over there. Um, and because some of the content I produce is really specific to mortgages within Australia, but then mm -hmm. some of the content I produce is just about saving and different saving strategies you can put in place to reach your savings goal. And that type of general global content is what I find people in America um, are, are eating up on my channel. And I quite often get somebody going, oh, I didn't realize that you could do that with a home loan. And then I say, oh, actually, I don't think this relates to, you know, Virginia or wherever, wherever it is that I can tell that you're from. So yeah, good. That's a good strategy though. Um, I didn't think about the, the whole Aussie part in my headline and how that relates to Americans. Yeah. Cause you're in the weeds. Um, all right. Yeah. So well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at some of your content on here and like everyone overthinks a lot of this stuff. Tell me what type of videos I see you're doing some react stuff. I see you doing yeah. just, I'm like, you're just answering questions. Like, is that your strategy? You'll be, you ask, you ask a question and you just answer it. And can it really be that simple? It really can be that simple. And to start with, you have to, and you know, really there aren't too many people who just start out as mortgage brokers and start a TikTok page and become an expert within a couple of weeks. You know, that doesn't generally happen. Usually you've been a real estate agent or you've been a mortgage broker. You've been that for a long period of time. And then you're like, I, I want to start a social media channel. So you should already have a very big bank of all of these types of questions that your customers are asking throughout their journey, their customer journey with you. Those questions should be what informs your content at the very start. And so for me now, once you get the ball rolling, the snowball effect, you know, as you get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, I think I wrote this down just before I came on the show, but in the last 28 days, I've had 3,512 comments. So, you know, there's a lot of questions in those comments and those questions help inform the type of content that I create that's specific to what my audience wants to know. So I'm answering questions. I'm finding other engaging pieces of content. It might be real estate walkthroughs, and that might be um, of homes up in America even, but it might be really aesthetically pleasing, or it might be something that's interesting about that home, or it might be that a real estate agent is showing the value of a home. I'll then duet that video as they're doing the walkthrough and they say it's a $1.5 million home. And then I'll show that on a 3.5% per annum interest rate, this is what the repayments would look like.
you could also go to a, a site called answerthepublic.com, which will just type in like your subject and they'll give you a million different questions. And you're yeah, right. Like awesome. watch those content, like watch the questions that they're going to tell you what to create. But once you know what, yeah. what content you want to create, it's just a matter of researching what people ask around. That's what he's saying. This is content marketing. Um, you yeah. guys now, are you just doing TikTok? Are you repurposing any of this content? Are you taking these to reels? What are you doing with that end? Or are you just solely yeah. on TikTok? So I, I would say 95% of my time is spent solely on TikTok. Um, but what I am doing is just repurposing. Uh, so re-downloading the same uh, piece of TikTok content, um, re-downloading it so it doesn't have the watermark on it and then reposting it to an Instagram page. Uh, but that Instagram page is probably running at, I think it was 3,800 followers the last time I track, I checked. So the, the engagement on that is, is nowhere near um, that TikTok. What's the right um, cadence? Um, I know you're posting consistently. I'm assuming you're doing every day, but what's the importance of using hashtags, uh, hashtags and uh, yep. the, the text and the lead in of the text you write into it? Because you are limited to some characters, correct? Yeah, it used to be uh, six months ago. It used to be a lot more limited. Um, so they've actually increased the caption substantially. Um, so much so that now when I write a caption, you know, sometimes I put in 15 hashtags and I've never reached the limit. So um, that's not a worry anymore. The, the text, I don't think is at the bottom, I don't think is that important. I usually try and embed a call to action within that text, but it's my secondary call to action because I always have a call to action as a sticker within my video. So it's actually plastered on the video separate from the caption. Um, but within the caption, I do definitely put in all of the hashtags and I make the hashtags specific to my niche. Um, that's really important because with TikTok now becoming one of the most, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's getting up there with Google in terms of being used as a search engine. You want to make sure that you're using those hashtags so that when someone types in mortgage or someone types in real estate or your city, that you're one of the ones that come up there and you will come up there based on how often your videos use those hashtags. Are you saving the same hashtags for each one or what's the hashtag strategy? I know a lot of people, I don't know the answer to this either. So I'm curious to yeah. know um, what, how many should you put in there? And then are you yep. always using the same ones or do you switch yeah. it up? Because the subject matter on, in your case is probably like, you know, it's, it's mortgage questions. It's finance. It's finance smart. Right. So yeah. what's yeah. the, uh, do you have consistent ones you use over and over and what's the strategy behind that? Yeah. Yeah. So I use probably uh, like eight or nine or 10 consistent ones every single time. And then I probably add in three or four, which are specific to, to how that piece of content has changed. For example, if it's a first time home buyer, I'm trying to hit, I'll, I'll put in there rent free and budget. There'll be two that I'll add, right? Because that's what they're trying to do. But if I'm looking, if I do a one that's uh, focused on uh, a property investor, maybe first time mum and dad investor, then I'll put in invest, investing, you know, wealth generation, something like that. Um, or even potentially retirement because some of these people are in their forties, in their fifties, and they're thinking of having that little golden egg for when they retire. I like it. Um, I think it's really good. I think it's, um, I'm trying to think what other questions I didn't ask you yet. How about the actual yeah. text? Uh, and how important is that? Like, you know, on, on Facebook, you get, uh, Oh, the, the, old, or the, um, AI is so smart. They're going to read this. Is, if you listen to the gurus guys, if you hire a bunch of coaches and it's true, this actually, I didn't believe it until I started doing it, but Facebook's so yeah. smart that their algorithm's so smart that they'll read the text in your text. And it's very important what you write in to the text of the yeah. post because, um, yeah. and same thing, it's, it'll put it in front of the right people. So um, yeah. the question is, is, what's the importance of that? Are you embedding keywords within the text that are also hashtags? Yeah. Is there like a strategy yeah. there or are you just taking the subject yeah. and how smart is this thing? 
So, so I think what you're trying to do on TikTok, and this is the mentality for, for your listeners who are just starting out, this is the mentality. You want your percentage of the video watched to be as high as possible across a, as many people as possible, right? You want that percentage to be high. So if somebody wa watches uh, seven seconds out of seven seconds, that's 100%. If they watch 14 seconds out of seven seconds, it means they've watched it twice and that's 200%. You know, realistically, it'd be great if we could have 400%. Yeah, they've watched it four times. That would be the goal, right? So how can you do something on screen that forces that rewatch? Well, for me, one strategy I've used is, let's say I'm going for a walk with my wife and I come across maybe a landscape or something that's kind of interesting. I'll quickly whip out my phone and I'll take a video for seven seconds. Doesn't relate to homes. It doesn't relate to mortgages. It relates to nothing. But then I'm going to overlay a substantial amount of text over the top of that video. So much so that it's probably gonna take them at least 16 to 20 seconds to read all of the text. And as long as that text is super valuable Damn. and really specific, it's gonna force that push out, right? And then, and then all of a sudden it's at 200, 300%, it's gonna push it out to more and more people. And what you can even do, if you find a trending audio, you cut that seven second piece of um, video down to four seconds, Find a trending audio that's uh, that's uh, being pushed out on the TikTok algorithm, uh, which you can do by there's, there's a search function in the playlists there. You can search for trending audio, cut the trending audio down to four seconds, overlay it. So now it takes them 20 seconds. It's at 500% watch time. I've done some of that and it's pushed it out to 400, 500, 600,000 people. And that's a great way to get found if you're starting a channel, right? Right. Because you're just, yeah. it, I want I want you guys to <laughs> unpack what he just said there. He's, He's not using like he might put a picture of it, but he's just using you're doing a seven second video, essentially. Yeah. With text. Yeah. So it takes them at least seven seconds to read the text. Right. So that means yeah. the attempt, yeah. the retentions there and then algorithm just says if you get 50, 100 percent retention or 200 percent mm -hmm. retention um, yeah. that the video is going to get shown to more people. So that makes yeah. a whole lot of sense. What do you like uh, now? Let's do the flip side of that because this gets a uh, very pointed. Mm -hmm. What do you think, mm. though, if if you're doing a 90 second video, do those typically not perform as well because of that? Or no, they, what's the, they, they, what do you see? They still can. So they still can. Now, if you do a, a four second or a five second, seven second video, TikTok, in order to push it out on the algorithm, is going to want to see a lot of that video watched, right? It understands it's only seven seconds. So when you create a 90 second piece, they want people to get to at least the 50% mark. So there's different thresholds in order for them to push that out. Now, TikTok doesn't want to just on their For You page be only putting seven-second videos. Nobody would engage in the, in the platform. They also want to experience these longer posts. So I've had some longer ones that go for 60 seconds. Usually I cap my videos at 60 seconds. I've had a couple that have gone for three minutes that have reached 500,000, but really I cap them at 60 seconds because if you can't say it in 60 seconds, it's probably not worth saying, right? Um, so in 60 seconds and... Um, and, you know, I've had a couple of those reach 1.1, 1.5 million views. Um, one of them in particular, I've actually pinned it to the top of my TikTok page. It's just a little bit of a skit, me going back and forward um, with an imaginary home buyer. So I pretend to be a home buyer uh, and then they're talking to the bank. And I usually do a skit where the bank is un unable to help them because they only have their products. So obviously speak, speak to a mortgage broker because, you know, they can find you any product across any bank. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from that 92,000 likes, I think from that one piece of content, I got like, you know, 250 leads. That's great. Yeah. Um, that is unbelievable, guys. Um, so 
same eight to nine hashtags describe the yep. video um yeah is it better to have uh i i know i think i know your answer to this but i have a question for you is what is your hook at the beginning of the video yeah good, probably great a, question. you probably have a formula for it because you got to tease this is the, like 75 percent of people regardless of and i don't know the stats on tiktok but i know whatever video they watch they decide if they're going to watch uh-huh. it in the first seven seconds 75 percent of people so you could yeah. lose that hook if that hook's not there or that attention yeah, better, whatever yeah, yeah, you want yeah. to word it, like you're going to set yourself up for disaster. So what's your cadence? What's your formula behind that? Yeah. So the formula for any video, but in particular, those educational videos is three words, hook, problem, solution. That should be your goal whenever you go into a, a piece of video, hook, problem, solution. So to start off with the hook, you want to, like you said, realistically, you want to try and hook them within three seconds. That, that should be the goal on TikTok, this three-second hook. But a lot of my hooks do last between five and six seconds on a 60-second um, video. But when I'm, whenever I'm delivering the hook, there's also the sticker across the top, which in text also outlines the hook. And generally what I find, if it takes me five or six seconds to describe the hook, they've read it within three seconds above me anyway. So that's how to get them within the three seconds. So to make sure it's stickered in text above you as well as while you're saying it, But this was the little strategy with the hook that unlocked it is speak specifically to one person. Quite often people are like, hey guys on TikTok or hello everyone or hey, you know, uh, home buyers. No, you want to speak, you know, if you are X, you know, or if you you and your partner are earning $150,000 per year and you want to buy a first home, this one's for you. Specifically to one person. If you're PCSing, if you're PCSing and looking to buy your first house, pay close attention. Yeah, if exactly. you're buying your first house exactly. and wondering how much it costs, this is everything you need to know. Yeah, exactly right. And now one step further on that, one step further, and this was another one that I that I have that I have found has unlocked even more audience, is rather than saying if it's for you, ask if you know anyone in that position. Do you know someone who's looking for their, you know, do you, do you know someone who's looking to buy their first home? Because if they know someone and it's themselves, well, yeah, of course they know someone, it's them, right? But the likelihood to have a brother, a sister, a friend, a mum or a dad who's in that home buying journey means that when you put a call to action within the first, you know, 10 seconds of the video that says share this video with someone or share this video with that person, share this video with the person that you're saving with to buy a home and you have an arrow explicitly pointing down to the part on the TikTok app where they share it, it's going to increase that likelihood because the TikTok algorithm is looking at the number of likes the number of shares, the number of saves to favorites, the amount of comments, how many times somebody tapped the screen to pause the video, what percentage of the video they watched. So if within that first 10 seconds on a 60 second video, you can get a share, a pause on the screen, you know, and somebody continuing to watch the video and they might've even liked it during that time as well. Boom, you, you, you know, you're 80% of the way there. So good, dude. That is like freaking yeah. golden. Let me just repeat yeah. that. Do you know somebody trying to buy a house without any money out of pocket? Yeah, perfect. If so, make sure you share this video with them, but here's how it works. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, how long did that take you? What, five seconds? Five seconds, you but know? you got the call to action. You you tied in the call to action first. You almost you increased the, the, the engagement by doing that. And yeah, well done. Uh, very good. And, and, don't, and don't be afraid to do a second call to action later in the, in the video. So once you've presented that hook, we're then going to go into the problem, right? Now you want to highlight a problem that that person you're speaking to has a high likelihood of experiencing. So for me as a mortgage broker, quite often it's that people's lifestyle, how much they're spending per month coupled with, you know, the amounts they're paying on their personal loans, 
is too high comparatively to their income, which decreases their borrowing power. So I'm going to paint a picture. And quite often what I do is I represent that picture being painted by my avatar client and his name is Baza, right? So Baza often is in a situation where it's not quite good enough. So that's the problem, right? Limited borrowing power. The solution is that I give them some actionable strategies to put in place. For example, if you decrease your living expenses per month by this much, this is how much your borrowing power will increase. So that's a solution that they can then take away. There's the value add. They go, yes, I can put this to practice. I can put this into practice in real life. And then the call to action at the end is that um, uh, head through to the link in my profile to be connected with one of my mortgage brokers who can support you through this process completely free of charge. Right. So the idea is you call me up, we'll put this strategy in place for you. We'll figure out specific to your income because you're not Baza. You don't earn 150 grand a year. You might earn 135 grand a year. Right. Specific to your situation, we'll figure out what is the best plan for you. And so putting in that second call to action at the end is actually the driver towards my profile, which is then going to push them down that funnel to actually hit the submit button turn those followers into leads and then those leads actually into customers. Love it. Love it. All right, guys, uh, let's get this wrapped up. Tons of content here. Um, we're just over half hour mark, but um, I think you've answered every question I have. I'd like you to go ahead and uh, tell everyone how they can reach you. How can they learn more? Tell them your handle and all the above and we'll get this wrap. Yeah. Awesome, mate. So look, uh, you can reach me on TikTok. It's at trusted.finance. And what I've actually just created um, over the last couple of months is a TikTok masterclass. So it's showing people in the real estate industry, in the mortgage broking industry specifically, how to build their presence, their brand awareness on TikTok, how to build your following, convert those following into convert those followers into leads, and then those leads actually into customers. Um, so it's an online TikTok masterclass that's separated into six chapters. There's 64 modules and all modules are delivered by myself. So they're all, they're all video modules. None of it's in a PDF, you know, written format that you've got to sit there and read for seven hours by yourself. It's all delivered by me. Um, and it's separated. It's drip fed to students over 25 days. And there's a, there's a very important um, reason for that. Each chapter is separated by a five-day gap because I give you tasks to complete on your TikTok page that is designed to actually build your following and gain those customers. Um, yeah, that's that's how it works. I'm really excited to be uh, to rolling it out worldwide. I'll make you a deal. Yeah. I'll take your course for the next 60 to 90 days and you could do a live okay. case study on me for somebody that totally understands video, understands content yep. creation, that'll stay consistent. Yeah, I'll go through your course. Yep. We'll do another podcast yep. in 90 days from the time I start uh, or by the time I yep. complete it. And then we'll yep. do another case study and then we'll go right through here and show you guys exactly um, what we what happened and we'll give you the exact results. I'll create a case study That's on awesome. every single page and then we can use this yep. as a case study. And then I want to go through this. I want to see how this works. Um, yep. And then when we get done with that, we'll tell you guys what the results were and all of that. And then maybe we yep. can get uh, Rob here to put together a special promo for you guys. And then maybe you guys can... Yeah. Uh, follow the same thing, but I'm going to do it with you. So if you're open to that, I would be open for the challenge and uh, I'll take it. it and we'll document it yeah. each and every day. And then um, we'll do another podcast in three months from now. And we'll create a real Perfect. life case study on the journey of the real estate market to do just starting TikTok because it's not my yeah. platform. I'm no expert at it and I'm figuring it out yeah. too. So I'll follow your exact guidelines and we'll do it. And then we'll report our results right here.
You down for that? That's awesome. Down for it, man. Absolutely. I uh, I launched the, the the course last week, and one of my students who just completed the second chapter, his name's Patrick. He produced his first piece of content on Monday, uh, and I woke up because he's in Canada. I woke up to a, a message on TikTok in the morning, and he said, "I can't believe it. It's at five thousand views. I never thought that I would get to the point on my first post." He actually did some posts back in February on his personal account that kind of sat at, you know, 100 views, 200 views. So he sent me a message saying it's at 5,000 views. 24 hours later, it's at 140,000 views and over 2,000 likes. And he just simply applied all of that hook, problem, solution, that educational style format that we discussed on the podcast. I like it. Uh, very good, dude. Very well done. All right, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude. Folks, if you don't want to do this content on your own, we can add it in script, your shorts for you. We uh, do as many as you want per month. We actually shoot them all within an hour with you each and every month, and then you will distribute them. So I don't want you to use this as an excuse for not getting involved in the short form content. Uh, we could do it all for you. And that's another service that we do at Real Estate Marketing Dude. So if you need someone to help kick you in the ass and get you going and just handle the content creation part of it, because the thought of Turn it on your video camera makes you like really irky. Well, that's what a real estate marketing dude is for. Um, as long as you're willing to commit, I'm willing to take you on, but you have to commit. Otherwise, I don't want to talk to you. So you can visit us at realestatemarketingdude.com. Realestatemarketingdude.com. Thank you for listening to our show, podcast. Keep the words up, spread this episode, connect with us on all our social channels. And now my TikTok channel. So if you want to see what I'm doing on TikTok, go ahead and do it. I am starting there. Um, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to create a lot of content and I know it'll work. So that's it. Uh, appreciate you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.